Welcome to the InternalCustomer.com podcast for February 28, 2014.: My name is Dr. Eric Brown, and on today's episode, we will be talking about the American Hotel and Lodging Educational Foundation grant Dr. Nick Thomas and I recently submitted. We would also like to give a shout-out and a big thank you to The Moose for allowing us to use their song in our intro. You can find out more about them at facebook.com slash band. I'm really excited about this grant for several reasons. Um, probably it would be best to maybe step back a little bit and talk about specifically what this grant is designed to do and what it's designed to look at. We briefly mentioned this in the introductory podcast about the role of mentors and kind of uh, how that impacts Generation Y. But what we really wanted to kind of do with this grant is submit a proposal to the the Educational Foundation in hopes that they would assist us with some funding for this research. What we want to look at is specifically best practices and mentorship. Uh, Specifically within the lodging industry, We know through research and we know through our experience working that having a mentor relationship with somebody professionally is a really great resource. But the question has kind of started to come up lately, how does this relate to Generation Y? A lot of the ideas behind what we do with mentoring were things created for Generation X. They were created with the baby boomers in mind. But what we see with Generation Y coming into the workforce is that they have very different expectations about how we communicate, work-life balance, what is an appropriate form of compensation, what is a reasonable career progression and timeline. So what we really want to study with this grant is what are the best practices and how do we mentor Generation Y lodging uh, employees? The American Hotel and Lodging Educational Foundation is a nonprofit affiliate of the American Hotel and Lodging Association. They do a lot of different work, but primarily focus on scholarships for students, funding essential research, which is kind of where we're applying for a grant, and then also they help with school-to-career and workforce development initiatives. I think I think a lot of people are, when I explain to people that we have a PhD in hospitality and we do research related to hospitality. I think a lot, I think people sometimes kind of, they smile and they, they, I can see the, the wheels moving around in their head saying, you know, you, you study hotels, you study restaurants, you study casinos. What do you mean? What kind of research do you do? And, and I usually start by explaining to people the, the significance of hospitality and really what that means to the, to this economy. The lodging industry specifically is an absolutely enormous segment of hospitality. Just with properties that have 15 or more rooms, we're talking about more than 52,000 properties in the United States, for more than 4 million hotel rooms. Every state, this is a huge piece of their economy. So a lot of times we, we take the operation of these types of businesses for granted, but there's a lot of really important work that still needs to be done to make sure that businesses within hospitality and lodging more specifically are 
operating to the best of their ability with respect to how they manage their human capital. One of those areas, Generation Y, is what we really want to look at. So in terms of our the, the methodology that we're using, we're envisioning this study if, if we're given approval um, by the Education Foundation to go forward with it, is this could take almost a year to do. We really, while it would be wonderful to go out and sample and talk to everybody that works in the lodging industry, we realize that that's not possible. So what we've done essentially is proposed a sample of three different populations, if you will. We want to talk to three different groups of people. We want to talk to, uh, obviously, Generation Y employees in the lodging industry to get a sense of what it is they're looking for out of mentoring um, or being mentees. We want to talk to general managers, directors, rooms division managers, executive housekeepers who are currently working in senior level positions because they can offer a lot of insight about what worked for them, but also kind of what their expectations are for people coming into the workforce. And then the third group that I think really makes our study somewhat unique is the fact that we also want to talk to hospitality students. We want to talk to students who are considering careers in hospitality, uh, lodging, or have already chosen that as their career path. And we want to get a sense of what they're looking for to help them transition into the lodging industry. So this isn't a research proposal that's really just going to talk to one small group of people. We're really going to try to get a nice cross-section of lots of different individuals to seek their input. And then what we hope to kind of deliver at the end of this is a guide, if you will, an FAQ, a document that really can be shared and embraced by people throughout the lodging industry, but maybe even have some applicability outside of lodging, maybe in food and beverage, maybe in casinos, maybe in other areas of of tourism. So, I, so I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, and I think the main thing, well, there are many different areas we're going to look at, all related to mentorship and particularly Generation Y. Um, we kind of focused on a few different core areas. We want to look at what is the current use of mentoring programs in the lodging industry. Um, it is possible that some lodging institutions or lodging organizations have a mentorship, a formal mentorship program in place, or more likely there are probably some informal mentorship going on, which um, whether or not the Generation Y are participating in, um, we're not certain of right now. But we do want to examine really the the overall current use of mentoring, and that's why we're going to talk to the Generation Y employees, um, and we're also going to talk to some of the Generation X and and the baby boomers that are in the more senior level management. And uh, I think both of them, both of those groups, will give us a, um, a almost an overall picture of what's currently going on in the lodging industry, and hopefully we can find. What are some of the barriers or what are some of the challenges preventing organizations from using a formal mentorship program? Um, and then also, I think the the fact that Generation Y employees and Generation Y members in general are really motivated to have a challenging career or to find something that will satisfy them or keeps them interested. I think a mentorship program would allow them to almost see more more down in the future see the big picture, the vision of where they want to go and get support. If they have someone that's telling them these are the steps you need to take in order to move up to the next level or to be qualified for a certain position, 
they will be a little more confident in what they want to do and be willing to go out and actually accomplish some of those. Um, one of the other areas, we had three core areas. The last one, uh, we wanted to understand what the desires or needs of Generation Y lodging employees uh, are. So what is it that they're looking for? Is there something in the industry right now, career-wise, that they're thinking about, but they don't know who to go to for answers? Um, if we can figure out what they want out of a mentorship program or what they want out of a career development and they're just not comfortable going to someone, um, that would be very helpful in that guide you had talked about. Um, we can address, well, here's what you need to do as a manager when you're mentoring these Generation Y employees, and here's what they're looking for. If you're able to satisfy some of those, we may be able to even reduce some turnover in the industry. Uh, Generation Y, there's lots of estimates on the number of different careers and number of different jobs they'll have. Um, but perhaps if they see the long-term of the in the job they're currently in, they'll be more likely to stay as opposed to move somewhere else um, or to get more experiences. They may need to go somewhere else, whereas if they're in an organization with a formal mentorship program, they'll be able to continuously get new experiences or at least um, new ideas that will allow them to progress in their career without changing so many times. Yeah, and I think for for, for those not familiar with hospitality and, and the challenge, the human resource challenges that we face, one of the biggest challenges that, that all hospitality organizations, not just those in the lodging industry face, is, is this idea of turnover. And, and, and by turnover, it essentially means that someone is working for your organization and either voluntary, voluntarily or involuntarily, they leave. And that, that void, whether it's short-term or long-term, in an employee filling a position can be quite expensive. By the time you start to deal with the, the process of going out and recruiting and the process of selecting and the process of training, and while that's going on, you've got to have somebody that you're potentially paying overtime to fill in. The, the, anything that we can do to potentially reduce turnover in organizations is really going to be a, of a significant benefit to these organizations, and is is the is is the men, the role of mentoring and the mentor mentee relationship going to be the end all be all to end turnover in organizations? Absolutely not. This is just one piece to a larger puzzle, and a lot of the research that we do is continuously adding pieces to this puzzle of how we effectively manage human capital or the internal customer within organizations. Right. And I think the other topic that's really closely related is the, the idea of feedback. Um, a lot of times Generation Y employees are wanting uh, almost instant gratification or instant feedback that, yes, you're doing something correct or no, you're doing something incorrect. And so they want that continuous feedback. And I think a mentorship program, if implemented correctly would give them more of that feedback they're looking for. Even if it is, uh, yeah, they may continue to get the, yes, this is good, no, that's wrong feedback that they're getting, um, but they also will get um, long-term feedback. So they'll get feedback, yes, you could possibly transfer to that position, but here's how it's going to impact your long-term career. Um, and so they can get um, 
not only the instant feedback that the that Generation Y members really want, um, but they'll also start to get some of that long-term feedback that'll help them plan their careers in the future. Yeah, and I, I don't think that, that by any means we're saying that the presence of a mentor program is really going to, to take the place of formal, you know, annual or uh, semi-annual formal performance evaluations. This is not going to take the take the place and really fill a gap in making sure that we're treating all of our employees equally, that we're paying them well, that we're giving them great benefits, that we're creating a service scape or an environment that's safe for them to work in. The, the presence of a mentor program in a lodging organization really is just kind of adding one more layer of security. And it's it's just one more layer to what you can do to kind of manage that internal customer effectively. Some organizations will say, listen, we, we just don't have the resources to go out and do a formalized mentor program. And I, I think one of the things that we're going to find is that there are some organizations that really kind of want to go to use a, a poker term, they want to go all in on this idea of mentorship. They think that mentorship is a great thing, that they want to invest financial resources, they want to invest time in, in kind of setting these up. And then we're going to come across organizations that say, listen, we don't want any part of this. And then I think we're going to come across organizations that, that, are, that kind of fall somewhere in the middle that, said, that say, well, you know, maybe we don't have the manpower and the financial resources to make a very formalized, large-scale mentor program, but maybe something on a small scale, maybe to, to use a kind of a term from, from other things in life, kind of a, a big brother, big sister uh, role that, that we have somebody just within our organization that we can go to, maybe speak off the record, maybe kind of seek informal feedback. That is a really, really useful tool for some people that feedback doesn't necessarily have to come in a formal performance evaluation setting. A lot of times feedback can come from someone that maybe doesn't necessarily work in the same department as you, but is kind of familiar with your role and is familiar with the organization, that individual can offer a lot of guidance when someone is faced with workplace problems, they're faced with morale issues, they're faced with motivation issues, conflict, whatever it might be. Just having somebody there that an employee can talk to, not not necessarily HR, because H, even talking to HR has a very kind of formal framework to it. Uh, but having somebody in, in the workplace that is a mentor, that is a sage that you can seek advice from and guidance from can be a really useful tool. So I, I think we're going to come across a lodging industry in this country that really understands the need to embrace Generation Y, understands the importance of their role in this workforce. But at the same time, we're going to see a very diverse cross-section of how they want to approach the management of that generation. Right. Yeah. And I think the other thing to note of that similar topic is a lot of times the Generation Y employees, they may not feel comfortable going to their manager and addressing some of those issues, the off the record type of issues or even just workplace issues. And they may let something in the workplace that could be corrected or fixed um, cause them to leave the organization. So maybe uh, there's a certain work shift that they are required to work and they don't think that the manager would be willing to do anything. They don't feel comfortable going to them. 
if they have a formal mentorship program, maybe they meet once a, once a week, once a month, whatever it may be, where they're able to just kind of air those issues, they could be resolved before they become a big problem and lead to turnover. Well, a lot of, uh, and, you know, to kind of bring an academic side into this, we try so hard in academia to prepare the students for what they're going to come across in the workplace. And in your management classes and my human resource classes and in my law class and at the undergraduate and the graduate level, we, we sit here and we try to say, these are the scenarios you're com- going to come across. This is maybe one of the better ways to proceed if you're faced with this. But we only have a certain amount of time with these students as they're going through our program. So much of what these students are going to experience in the workplace, we haven't told them about. It's not because we don't know that it's going to happen. It's just there's not enough time for us to cover every possible scenario that could take place in a thousand-room hotel in a city center on a busy Friday night. There's just an immense amount. There's There's almost an infinite number of problems that can just deal with managing employees and the conflicts associated with that. So having a kind of non-biased figure in the workplace that you can go to and seek guidance just to kind of bounce ideas off of, but also someone that realistically has probably gone through this same transition like you. I mean, that can be such a valuable resource. So at the end of this, if, if, companies choose to adopt a mentorship program or not choose to adopt a mentorship program, that's really up to them. But I don't think they can get around the fact that how they manage the internal customer is something that is constantly evolving, something that's constantly changing, that we can't just rest on our laurels that this is how it was done 40 years ago, or this is how it was even done 15 years ago. Because everything that we look at and everything that we know says that the baby boomers Generation X and Generation Y all have very different expectations of what they want in the workforce or are looking for in the workplace. And so if we're relying on policies that were written by and created for generations that have very different expectations, that begs the question, how are we updating those? And and that's kind of what we're doing with internal customer, that We want to go out and we want to do research, but we want to do it in such a way that it has a very, very practical component, that it's not going to just sit on a bookshelf somewhere and gather dust, that these are things that lodging organizations or food and beverage organizations can can literally take and implement to start to see an immediate return on their investment in the management of those employees. Absolutely. And Another thing that I think is interesting from some of the previous work we've done, the Generation Y members going into hospitality, coming out of hospitality programs, they have this expectation and even, uh, I guess expectation is the way to put it, that they they don't expect to have a very high maybe starting salary, but they do want a long-term career in hospitality that ends up giving them high earnings over the length of their career. And I think one of the ways we can ensure that happens is the people that are very motivated, if they if you can't implement a mentorship program company-wide, if you have these people that are very motivated, maybe you need to address it with them. Those are the ones that maybe they're not making quite a lot right now, but they want to be able to make money, but they also want that challenge. If they have a 
if they're continuing to learn within your organization, you'll be very less likely to have them leave. If they are in a position that all they're doing is showing up to work, they're no longer gaining, they're no longer developing, they're no longer gaining new skills and um, abilities, then that's that's the type of person that's going to leave your organization if they're not able to do something different. They may stay in the same position with the mentorship program, but at the same time, if they're interacting with someone and learning about how my boss or my boss's boss became the position that they're currently in, you could almost see a that challenge that they want, uh, the challenge that's more important to them to come back and long-term lead to that very successful career. Sure, sure. I completely agree. And I mean, this is maybe this is a conversation for another podcast, but people say, well, it's the it's not the employee that's necessarily paying the bills of these organizations. And at the end of the day, though, the reality is that those employees, if they're not happy, they're not going to be able to deliver service to the customer that meets the expectations of the organization, that, that happy employees make happy customers. It's a total cliche, but in reality, that's the truth. So I'm as in kind of summary here as we wrap up, I'm I'm really looking forward to this grant. Um, if we do get it, the, the process is we've submitted this proposal. It's going to go under review. We should hear back in a couple months about our acceptance or whether we were funded or not. I think that even, you know, even having this conversation and even kind of getting the ball rolling is a huge first step for making sure that the internal customer that is Generation Y is really embraced and respected and is kind of used to the best of their ability in the workforce. Right. And I think uh, American Hotel and Lodging Association and their educational foundation is a good fit for this because the impact that mentorship could have on an organization, I don't even know if anyone could really imagine the amount of impact that it could have. We talked about turnover a little bit. We talked about how it would cause a challenge for the employees that they want. It would also allow the employees to understand the long term or understand the the length of their career and how what they do today can impact that. But those are only a few of the ideas. There's There's unlimited amount of ideas or topics that could be impacted by mentorship. And I think through the American Hotel and Lodging Association, it's a great place for us to apply for this grant. And hopefully we hear back positively. But once we end up developing the tool, it's going to be disseminated to the members of the American Hotel Lodging Association, which would allow for a much greater impact on the industry. So it's it's kind of matching with the internal customer vision that we want to close this gap between academia and industry. And this grant kind of does that for us because the if we receive funding, we're required to submit this report that we would really want to submit anyway. And the lodging association will kind of disseminate that in a way that by ourselves, we just simply wouldn't be able to. Completely agree 100%. Do you have any other thoughts on the grant? We've submitted several, ex- well, we submitted some external grants recently, um, had some unfavorable responses. Uh, but 
I think the the idea is we want to continue to stay positive, and I think this is one of the the grants that I I'm most passionate about because it will have such a large impact or could have such a large impact. I completely agree. I mean, the the lodging industry has been very good to me uh, in terms of my career. Uh, it's an industry that I'm passionate about. It's an industry that is. We have a lot of students that are transitioning into and that want to go into. There's no question that this is an industry that is a huge part of the economy in this country. And anything that we can do to make that industry run more efficient, be more successful, I'm for 100%. Right. And I guess I have a question for you. Um, and I kind of have a, an opinion as well. But why do you think um, this is important to do specifically in hotels as opposed to um, businesses or just employees, Generation Y employees in general? Well, I think there's probably certain things that are unique to the lodging industry. Um, I, I would probably approach that answer for, from a couple of directions. One, hospitality is a passion of mine. It's an industry that I worked in. It's an industry that I teach. So clearly, that is my area of interest. Uh, second, I think that the hospitality industry is unique from other service industries for lots of different reasons. The issues related to its size, issues related to its variance in product offering, issues related and on, on some negative sides as well. It has a very high turnover. It traditionally has lower wages than, than some other industries for certain jobs. So there, there is clearly a need there to do research, to help out in any way we can to really make sure this industry stays successful. For lodging, though, I've always kind of seen lodging as well as food and beverage as really the two. I mean, we know that in terms of size and in terms of contribution to overall revenue, that these are the two largest with casino right in there as well. But in terms of the amount of employees that it that employ employs, the number of hotels there are in this country, the frequency of use by the citizens of this country, th this is an industry that has a clear seat at the table, if you will, to kind of use an analogy. Uh, so anything that we can do is, is I think, of use. Right. And I think one of the uh, other benefits that we didn't really address throughout was the networking benefit that if you, as a Generation Y employee, have this good relationship with your your manager or your boss or whoever it is that you have as a mentor, um, it not only opens you up to the benefits there, but it could possibly open you up to the network that they have of other lodging businesses and so on that I think because there are so many different hotels and many hotels are different, but it really does come back to uh, many times the job you end up getting is who you know or the opportunities that you're aware of. And if you have this good relationship with someone, it'll just simply open up doors that just weren't there before. Sure. I completely agree. All right. Um, well, with that, I think we're coming to the end. Again, this has been Dr. Eric Brown and Dr. Nick Thomas with internalcustomer.com. Feel free to send us an email if you'd like at eric at internalcustomer.com or nick at internalcustomer.com. We'd be happy to address them or possibly bring them up on future episodes.